0: Welcome back listeners, I'm Robin Black with It's All About Healing Podcast. In today's episode, narcissism and PTSD. Understanding a narcissist is, it almost seems impossible. It's like you have nature versus nurture. Is it genetic or is it inherited? Because it's actually both. Narcissists, they lack emotion. They have, you know, the inability to cope with stress, extreme aggression but they also can be really sweet and seem loving and so caring. The reason narcissists are masterminds of manipulation and they're very strong manifestors because they literally start to believe their own lies, but it's also dangerous because of their defense mechanisms used. It, It causes extreme confusion There's denial because the number one thing they do is lie. You know, they love to play games and lie. Some actually start to believe their own lies. Meanwhile, others, it's all a game. They know they're lying. And however, they always are in this, like this false competition with others. And it's all about mind games to them. It's all about who can win. You can actually have... An argument or just any simple conversation or disagreement with a narcissist. And whatever it is that you're arguing about or that you're in disagreement over, they'll be so confident in their lie. They actually could be uh, telling you something that you know good and well yourself. You're like, I know this is a lie because they could be telling you a lie about yourself, even. But yet they're so confident in what it is that they're saying that they actually will make you second guess yourself. You'll be sitting there like, "Wait a minute, I know. I know I'm not I know I'm not going crazy. I know for a fact like okay, they're trying to make me feel dumb." And they will almost to it some of us they actually have achieved that. They have accomplished making us feel dumb, making us back down, feeling like we're we were the ones wrong. And they love to do that. They feed off of your confusion. It's all about control to them. They love to have that control. And when they don't feel in control or you do or say something that they find intimidating, or even if you were to bring someone around who they feel may be intimidating to them, then they switch to projection, right? Because a narcissist doesn't even like who they are because they're full of insecurities, They don't even really truly know who they are. They can't even really dislike themselves because they don't, honestly, they don't know themselves. But they themselves have also suffered from PTSD. There's narcissistic PTSD. They deal with flashbacks, paralyzing fears, vigilance, anger, paranoia. They suffer from emotional injuries, but they feel also intense shame, fear, anger, and they all have that inferiority complex. And because of that inferiority complex, some of them feel the need to always overcompensate. They generally have the gift to gab, but they become so arrogant and cocky, they overestimate their knowledge on something and they end up embarrassing themselves. And it hurts them even deeper. And it becomes like this, this vicious cycle. So you really actually have to... Pray for them. They're constantly dealing with this mental battle that they don't even fully understand. They are very mean. They can do some horrible, horrible things. And sometimes they're just outright evil. But depending on how far gone and the darkness they are, the devil could have complete control over their minds. And it can get extremely scary, especially when dealing with a demonic narcissist versus a covert, uh, covert narcissist. There's just this constant mental battle that they're constantly fighting within themselves. That's one of the reasons they're so mean because they don't know how to love. They don't know how to accept it. They don't know how to give it. And it I don't know, I, I, I'm not gonna go there. But anyways, so they may, um, they have, never, may have never even shown true love. Maybe they have because a lot of them, they're, again, they're good at manipulating, right? They know how to pretend that they love you when they really don't. It's all fake. And whoever hurt them, because obviously they're broken inside as well, they have repressed those memories deep within them and their defense mechanism has become their coping mechanism they have a stronghold that is almost close to impossible to release. They detach themselves from reality and become emotionless. It's why it's so scary how they can really make you feel a certain type of way when they feel absolutely nothing. But that's what the enemy does. The enemy steals, kills, and destroys. And after you have been with them for a while, which in many cases, it can be years or it may be only months even it just kind of depends but usually typically when dealing with a narcissist it can there's some longevity to it because again they know how to manipulate you and and pretend that they're someone that they're not but however long it takes whether it takes many years or months or whatever the case may be you finally start to catch on and you start finally dis- and you may decide to to start calling them out then that's when deflection and avoidance come in and they kind of go hand in hand. They may notice you're starting to catch on to their to their games and you're not falling for that BS anymore. So you start questioning things and now they feel like, okay, you're starting to question too many things and they choose to keep avoiding the conversation or just avoiding you in general. So they quote unquote, they ghost you, right? They They start to give you the silent treatment or go no contact, whatever. And for some, unfortunate, they may even become abusive. They know what they did to you and how evil it was. And they may unconsciously choose to hide it and forget about it, which in their minds, because they unconsciously do this, they may really forget about it entirely, or they may have somewhat of a memory, but they refuse to bring it to the surface. So they repress those memories as well. So, in a sense, you can kind of understand why they are the way they are. If you have many, many years, well, depending on how old they are, but regardless, you have years or experience dealing with trauma and you're repressing these memories, of course, if all these memories are repressed and you don't want to even you try your best to just push them out and not remember, of course. There's going to be evil things that come up. They're going to start treating you badly because they're also trying to cover up what it is that they're doing. The, that trauma that they dealt with, they're now projecting some of that trauma onto you. But then it gets extremely frustrating, right? Because we don't know. they. Again, they hide who they really are. They hide how they truly feel. So you don't really know what's wrong with them. So even when they come back, to try to come back in your life after the silent treatment or after no contact or whatever it is that they're doing, they act as if nothing has happened. Just like completely, like they did absolutely nothing wrong. And as usual, the gaslighting gas starts again. And as funny as some of them can be because they typically have an amazing sense of humor. It's another form of manipulation. Laughter is like medicine. They know as long as they can make you laugh, keep you happy, you'll keep allowing them to come back. It's as though it's it's an addiction formed due to the bond, due to the trauma bond that has been created. But it's just a game to them. It's not real. And you become addicted to the trauma. And of course, when you try to leave, you will experience with withdrawals and you'll allow them back in. Because it is, it's it's like a ping pong game. When you're dealing with a narcissist, you keep going. You come back. You go. You come back. And in your moment of weakness, that's when they get you again. Because then there's again more gaslighting. They're telling you how much they miss you. They're buying your love. They're giving you all kinds of gifts, gifts, um, expensive gifts, gifts. (laughs) They they're saying that they're absolutely oh I'm nothing without you. Don't fall for it, because it's nothing but lies they know exactly what you want to hear and that's why they continue to tell you these things when they tell you how much they miss you it's literally they only miss what you can give to them they don't miss you they when they tell you they love you it's they don't love you they love what it is that you can give to them it's a repetitive cycle and it never ends right so if you if you never leave it's one They are the ones who desperately need you, but they refuse to make that known. So they keep playing these mind games. And two, you keep allowing them to treat you the way they do. So they view you as supply. They view you as property. And at times they'll refuse to even let you go. Whether it's the drama of arguing, hurting you, they don't care because any type of attention, good or bad, it's still validation for them. And it starts to actually comfort them. They look for that type of attention. If you are involved with a narcissist, you must accept the fact that you cannot change them. They are sick. They need professional medical help and extensive therapy It's deep and they can get very ugly very fast. So when you decide to leave or when you start to show no emotion, you go no contact, you don't want anything to do with them anymore. They lose control, but they are also experiencing abandonment, which then triggers all those repressed emotions and they start peeking up. The rumors, the slandering your name, trying to physically harm you, stalking you. You're now living in fear every day. They try to turn others against you, right? Because they want that desperate attempt to get you to come back to them. They don't like feeling abandoned. And that's exactly what what they're going to do. They're going to try to turn everyone against you. They're going to try to harm you. Or, you know, they're going to try to do whatever type of egregious acts that they're going to try to bring into play. And all of these things, all of these things happen because they don't know how to cope with all of these emotions that are surfacing. Which is why it's so hard to leave when you are bonded by trauma. Because you now have two extremely broken people who have become immune to trauma. And the nurturing side of you or the other person that doesn't want to upset the narcissist, or they try, or they're too afraid of what they'll do next, then it's like you you get to the point where you just you just let it be and you end up staying because you're afraid. But once you get to that point where you finally just say enough is enough, and you decide to leave. You must remember to take proper precautions because you don't know what type of narcissist you're dealing with. You don't know how deep their rage can become, so you you must be careful, you must use your discernment, and you must use proper precautions as well. But once you get to the point where you you're finally hurt so badly you start loving yourself enough to leave. It's going to hurt. Because you now are also going to suffer from that PTSD. The trauma from being with them and the trauma you experience after leaving them. But once you finally make that decision, it may it's going to be rough for a while. I'm not going to lie. It's definitely going to be rough for a little bit. But it will get better from there. After you have survived trauma, loneliness, emptiness, The only thing that's next moving forward is you move to plenty. You just have to heal first. There are so many individuals that have not healed. They have just moved to coping and tolerating. It's a lot easier said than done. And you can't be mad at yourself. You can't be upset with yourself. Like, why did I stay? Why was I so stupid? Why did I do this? Don't. Don't, whatever you do, try your hardest not to move to self-sabotage because you're not alone. This is very hard to deal with. And there are millions and millions of people who have been in situations like these. But if you can try your best to, fig- to forgive them and figure out why later, don't allow them to have that power over you and instill and, and that joy right? Because then you get to the point where you're bitter, you're irritated, you're, you're quick to anger. And now be, you're now becoming them. Be thankful that they taught you how to love yourself enough to leave and never put yourself in a situation like that again. Refuse to become just like them. There's going to be times that we all attract the same person over and over again, just a different face, but it's by design. God will continue to keep allowing the same toxic people, the same toxic situations in our lives until we finally realize and decide, hey, I have to do this inner work. It's going to take time. I just have to get through it. And we put ourselves in in these situations and we realize we've lost ourselves. We lost ourselves inside of someone else. You go through a period of not knowing Who you are anymore. You're thinking and reminiscing about your past and the last time you felt happy, the last time that you felt like yourself. Sometimes the path that God chooses for us is the path that leads us to losing ourselves before we find ourselves. When you don't feel a sense of calmness and you're You always have to deal with drama and you feel like you're walking on eggshells or you're scared to speak. That means the people or the environment that you're in, it's not for you. When you're broken, you can't be vulnerable with others because there you'll be taken advantage of. You may have no choice but to isolate yourself for a while and find you. If you don't choose therapy, try self-healing. Record yourself. Speak to yourself on how you feel, even through the tears. Days or weeks later, watch it again. Keep doing that over and over. And you'll keep giving yourself advice as you keep watching those videos. It's as if you're 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 comforting yourself, like giving yourself a hug. You're healing yourself because. It has been you the entire time. It's been inside of you the entire time you've been capable of doing so. You just weren't able to because you had that that narcissist always just absolutely belittling you every time you had a chance to look up, they, they would start belittling you again. Every time you tried to speak, they would belittle you again and just treat you terribly. So you, you, you didn't know the potential that you had inside of you. You didn't know the confidence that was inside of you just waiting to be poured out. You have to build that confidence within. Then once that confidence, once you build that confidence, then you can use that vulnerability as a strength because you have survived the unthinkable and no one can take that away from you because now you won't let them, you won't allow anyone to even try to take that away from you. It took you too long to get to where you have, where you are now. It was too much pain to ever have to go back. You are free now to be your authentic self and, and to never be anything less. Once you have made it that far, you will attract the right people. You'll attract the right people who are meant to be in your life, who are going to add to your life. They're going to benefit your life. Thank you again for listening. I'm Robin Black with It's All About Healing Podcast. Stay blessed.